Good. Okay, we good? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Hey, Olivia. How's it going? Morgan, how's it going? Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. So, this is our first podcast, our first attempt. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm very excited. I've never done a podcast before. Earlier this summer in quarantine, I had an idea for a podcast, and I tried to record a little bit of it, and then forgot about it. So I'm excited that I'm actually like making it to the next stage. Like I felt like that was a hurdle I couldn't jump, but I'm jumping it. So I'm excited. I've low-key been thinking about us making a podcast for a long time and um, I'm so bored right now. Um, for just as a, an introduction to us, like we're both fairly new graduates um, from school. We're both in the middle of quarantine as everyone else is. And uh, Olivia just stopped working at restaurants because they're closing it, which, like, good shit. I'm still working right now. I'm working at a sex shop, so it's, like, it's an okay, like, it's it's got good energy. Um, there's a lot of, like, kind of lonely people coming in for porn lately, because not a lot of people are having sex. Um, and, yeah, we're just trying to get through, like, this quarantine, so we want to do something kind of creative, and I think that's, that's what this is. Um, we're also just as uh, we've been friends for many years i think around 18 years because we were five i was five grade one um madame lamon lamon's class um who i didn't like but you liked very much uh, yeah so madame lamon i actually remember our first conversation in madame lamon's class um we both bonded over the fact that we liked fairly odd parents no, I don't remember this. So we were in the cloakroom, and um, and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I really like Fairly Odd Parents. And you were like, yo, me too, bro. That's pretty much verbatim what you said. Um, oh, sure. Yeah, that sounds like me. Um, my, we bonded over a lot of comedic shit when we were kids. Mm -hmm. um, we went through a phase where we watched napoleon dynamite probably like every weekend um which still like it stands the test of time it's really I remember your dad bringing that over as a movie for us to watch for a sleepover at my house and i was so excited because i'd never seen it before um, <laughs> i really went to blockbuster video before the sleepover to pick up a video with your dad <sighs> I, I remember going to blockbuster with your dad once actually um who famously i i had a huge crush on as a kid and I remember um, he, we were in the parking, oh God, Morgan, um, we were in the parking lot for Blockbuster and I was probably going to like make him get like Hannah Montana season one. And he was like, he's like, should we, we should hold hands in the parking lot, you know, so you don't get hit by a car. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, Mark. Oh God. I'll hold your hand, Mark. That sounds like a good time. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh. Was this before or after you named all your Ken dolls, Mark? Okay, that's a correction. I named all my Playmobil men, Mark. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, that's better. I, I was like, that's like a really hot, like, grown-up name, like, Mark. And then <laughs> I had a crush on your dad, and then you um, called my dad weird, and, <laughs> and he heard it, and he had, like, a beef with you for, like, ten years. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Oh, my God. And you're like, your dad's weird. And I was <laughs> was at the top of the stairs and he's like he was like pissed off about it for like 10 years was in the basement i guess that's so funny it's so weird oh so we God. wanted to start an, an advice podcast um that's kind of the point of this i would say 
um, we're both very, very, very unqualified to give anyone advice. Um, we give each other a lot of advice and sometimes it works out and other times it doesn't. Um, so we do have a couple questions. We reached out to our Instagram followers, which are small all, right now, but all they're, six they're of them. a trusty group. <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, they're here. It's, uh, like my mom and my sister and three people we went to college with and <laughs> they, they've uh, come through. And so we do have a couple questions. Um, do, did we want to get into it? Do we want to jump it right in? Right in. Okay. So did you want to read the first one? You can choose any one you want. Sure. I'm just going to, I'm going to start in order here. You got it. Let's start with number one. Um, so the first question is, Hey guys, I have a really rude dog who acts more like a cat. How do I get her to let me love her and pet her? Oh, so this is a funny question because you've always been a cat person um, and have had lots of cats. You have experience in that. You just got a cat. Got a kitten. Her name is Dusty and she's like three months old and she is honestly pretty dog-like to be honest. She's a little bit uh, feisty and playful. Um, so it depends. It depends. I also love dogs, but I think I lean a little bit more on the cat spectrum. Because you did have a dog as a kid, right? You had two two dogs yeah wow i only remember the one well i had i had rufus growing up and then i also had sadie okay i remember i know you had like a series of cats named matilda i feel like you had more than one because i had one cat that like ran we like adopted this kitten who like rolled up onto our porch one day and then like a year later i was like where's our cat and she was in our neighbor's window and like, it wasn't their cat before, so, like, I don't know what the hell happened there. They just let her in and, like, just made it. I feel like that's how cats work, though. Like, I've seen a lot of things like that where people just find a cat, like, in a dumpster or, like, in their backyard. Yeah. And Raccoons they put also. Pardon? Raccoons also, apparently. Oh, God, you had a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. I want another one so bad. Um, but, okay, so back to this question. So, um... How do I get her to let me love her and pet her? So, um, I have a dog who's very similar to that, um, who you know very well, um, Teddy. Uh, and he is kind of an asshole. Like, he's he's like a cat, too. He doesn't pet, or he doesn't wag his tail. Um, he doesn't have a lot of a tail because they, like, lopped it off. But he doesn't, he doesn't wag his tail. He doesn't like to be affectionate he mainly sticks to himself and throughout like he's 14 now so through old age he's gotten worse so i i kind of we we both have experience with this because i remember i was in grade four we were in grade four when we got teddy and we both like wanted to spend time with him and it wasn't really anything that's like possible you know Teddy has been like a mature dog since he was a puppy you know he just came like that. He really did. Like, he doesn't, like, we have a puppy right now in the house, and he's a fucking monster. Like, he is um, so aggressive. He just, like, eats shit off the counter and, like, screams a lot and, like, just makes a lot of noise. And Teddy literally just wandered into our house and was like, I'm gonna, you know, sit on this couch and th- for the next 18 years. And <laughs> Like, it was so easy. And so uh, uh, Oscar, our new puppies, that kind of way. Like, how did you get cats? Like, how did you spend time with your cats when you were a kid? So it depends. Like, I feel like the thing with cats and with dogs who act like cats is that they are um, 
And the reason why I actually love cats is that you have to earn their respect and their love. Um, like it's not like most dogs, it's just like they come up to you and they will love you no matter what. But with cats, it's like a little bit more of a tricky situation. And I, I respect that. So I think that it depends on how old this dog is, right? Like if you just got the dog, then it'll be easy to train. But if it's an old dog with like lived experience of being annoying, then um, <laughs> I guess <laughs> work extra hard. Um, I feel like treats are definitely a good thing. Um, like when you pet it, reward it with treat. That always works. That works for me too. So mm. I think that, you know, that's definitely step one. Yeah, I, um, with my experience for the most part, I mean, Teddy is a fiend for chicken. Um, I don't, I must, I'm a fucking sucker. I, Teddy will look at me and I'll give him like half of whatever I'm eating. Um, Teddy had like a major weight problem for that reason because we kept just giving him shit. Um, mainly because we lived with, ah, I don't know if you remember, but we lived with my great grandmother for a while, like in a whole family. We basically had like a commune with like my whole family in it for like a couple of years. And um, she used to feed him like full hot dogs. And it was so fucked because she had dementia. So she would be eating a hot dog and she'd be like, oh, a hot dog for Teddy? And it was, it was really like with the bun, like it was fucked. Um, so he's, so that kind of worked for Teddy for a while um, with treats. But for the most part, sometimes it's just nature. Yeah. Like you, I think if you imagine that you're, you imagine that your animal's personality is the personality of a real person and then consider like how, how, okay, if your dog acts like, like an old man or like a cat, uh, which is not a real person, but you know, for argument's sake, how would you treat that thing in real life? Like old men like to get sponge baths and you know so maybe if you do that for your dog it would respect you more and want you to pet it yeah yeah I, my dog my dad's dog actually loves baths which I've never experienced in my life and my dad has to keep him in the bathroom while my dad has a bath because he's a destructive force and he'll ruin the house so he will lit and he can jump he can clear like big spaces and he will jump into the tub on top of my dad while he's trying to have a bath which is like the first time i've ever seen that so i guess the lesson here is if you have a dog who hates you give it a bath a bath (laughs) that's that's the advice for sure all nine out of ten veterinarians would agree yeah I it's funny like we got Teddy I don't know if you remember we got Teddy and there was a lot of speaking of old men as well there were a lot of horrible old men in my old neighborhood when I was a kid and we coined the name um for Teddy Tedward Beatrice when we were in grade five because there was an old man who like demanded to know what his name was yeah because I remember this old man we were recently talking about this and I forgot until you mentioned and then it came rushing back to me that there was this old man that would sit in like the back of his um like driveway um Mm -hmm. with like some other old people sometimes and he would always try to talk to us every time we walked by with teddy and i guess he just wanted to know his name but like every time he talked to talked to us he'd like lure us a little further back into his yard (laughs) which was scary now that i think about it We were, like, way too trusting, and we used to hang out with a lot of people who maybe we shouldn't have hung out with. We'd see people at the park, and we'd be like, want to hang out and eat, like, a big ice cream sundae from the corner store? (laughs) 
<laughs> and we would like get back and years later i remember telling my mom like yeah we used to hang out with this fucking like kid who was like twice our age and wore the same tasmanian devil sweater every time we saw him and he also was um pretending to be a detective but he was like 16 <laughs> and um we i remember telling my mom and my mom being like wow you guys are still here like we should have been like at least like punched in the head at the miracle you were crotched though so by the bike oh i was crotched really bad i swerved out of the way um am i allowed to say names i guess not there was an annoying kid a a year above us who was a a red-headed gentleman (laughs) he um he got in the way of my bike and i swerved and i hit the bike seat when i think penetrated me i think the bike seat went up my crotch well, at least you got to lose your virginity in front of the Tasmanian devil sweater kid because you did a crush on him if i remember correctly so i had a crush on him so i okay <laughs> i think i had a crush on every person that i'm talking about right now like your 50 year old dad and the Tasmanian sweater came fuck. and I remember I was wearing camo pants this podcast can have a lot of really embarrassing stories about me I was wearing camo pants that I thought was really cool they were from La Senza girl so pretty much the Gucci of 2008 and I know Gucci existed in 2008 but like it's La Senza girl and it, they were camo pants and I wasn't wearing underwear and I jumped off the, <laughs> I jumped off the um, monkey bars and squatted when I when I fell to the ground and my whole pants from from labia to buttholes. <laughs> and I think I was like being a bad friend at that point because I did think it was really funny. And instead of being like, oh my god, are you okay? I was like, guys, guess what? Like, I was like. <laughs> Comedy opportunity here is off the charts. I'm going to take advantage of that while I can. I remember running home and you being like, let's go ask if he saw. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, that's so fucked. (laughs) You want to read the next question? Are we ready to move on? Yeah, so I guess, like, just be nice to your dog and figure out what he likes, she likes. Is that the answer? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from, I just kind of accepted that my dog's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. And um, don't go into elderly people's driveways when they lure you in with all the other old people. It's always good advice, too. For any- yeah. <laughs> uh, I can read the next one. Um, okay, this one is amazing. I was really happy about it. Um, so this is from a person we're keeping anonymous, obviously. Um, I'm dating a new girl who I really like. We're doing a movie night soon. Um, and I have a deep love for Adam Sandler movies and I want to watch his Halloween movie on Netflix. When do you disclose your love for Adam Sandler and the rest of his gang to a new relationship? Do you think it'll turn her off? So first of all, I love Adam Sandler movies. I have a lot of theories. I, I, think he's amazing i didn't know he had a new movie coming out and now i'm thrilled to watch it that's gonna make my halloween um i think that you know if you're with the right person they'll respect your love for adam sandler and if you're with the absolute right person they will also love adam sandler as they should yeah absolutely it's it's a bit of a um 
it's a bit of a controversial opinion, but I I personally love Adam Sandler um, and the rest of the gang. Um, it's a controversial opinion, but it's also like the opinion of like every white man who loves films because they're like, yeah, Uncut Gems was like a really like amazing movie and like people don't expect Adam Sandler to be such a good actor. Uh, but I knew all along, so you guys- He was always a good actor. Like in SNL, he was always pretty, uh, pretty good from what I remember being a kid and watching him. Um, his range is, is better than maybe we expected. Like to put him in a serious role was, was pretty wild, but I've, I've heard great things. I haven't seen the movie. It's really good. Um, you know, what's fucked of me. I've, I haven't seen like so many good movies, but I went to, you know what I did? (laughs) I went to see the new Joker movie in theaters. (laughs) I should have played Joker. (laughs) <laughs> i would have liked it more if adam sandler played joker what if it was like the cast of uh joker was all played by like adam sandler's gang it would be incredible and like drew barrymore could play that woman who like isn't real yeah absolutely i mean spoiler on that don't see the movie anyway it's not great but um she could play the drew barrymore or drew barrymore could play the, that character um is who else? Ex- oh, Batman could be played by Kevin James. Um, <laughs> David Spade could be also like Batman isn't even in Joker, so like basically now we're just making Batman movies. With he's, Batman. Oh, no, you know what? He's played Batman's in it, but he's the kid. He's I a kid it. at that point. He's Joker Bruce Wayne. So <laughs> grown up Kevin James. <laughs> with his like parents holding their hands, like. His parents are like, and like, I don't know. <laughs> Who hangs out with them? Chris Rock hangs out with them. Uh, Chris Rock and David Spade are Batman's parents in this. Um, I I know you have a lot of theories on Adam Sandler, um, which you know you gotta you gotta talk about that. Advice, I think, I would say in this situation would be to just share my theories on Adam Sandler and like have that discussion because like there's nothing better than when you're starting a new relationship to have like really good existentialist talks. And uh, so I would like I would like to um, propose a topic. Um, for me, Adam Sandler is amazing because I, I I like to look at his career as if it were on a graph. Um, and the graph start like a line graph, like a like a one that you would like like the coronavirus charts, like that, but for Adam Sandler's career. So if you look, it would start at the top corner as like really high. So it goes by like quality of film on the upward, and then on the length, it's like time. Um, so I think that he started off at a really high point with like SNL and like the early Billy Madison movie or um, Happy Madison movies, um, and it was going like really really great, like pretty much like. A, a very successful plateau until, in my opinion, the midpoint of Click, um, the movie <laughs> Click which I saw in theaters as a kid, um, which is a really sad movie. It's, it's a good movie, but I find that the midpoint is like, that's when his career started to go downhill and the graph started to like, like go, like, go down, I guess, like just, you know, descend. Um, And then that's, I feel like the midpoint of Click is when he started to make his, like, bullshit movies. Like, the old Happy Madison movies were, like, quality films, like Big Daddy, um, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, um, The Wedding Singer, incredible. Like, he had these great iconic films and then started to make things like, um, oh, God, uh, 
Well, that's my boy, which I watched with my old roommate and she laughed so hard. She'd seen it before. She laughed so hard at the plot twist, which is an incest plot twist, by the way. Spoilers. Um, she laughed so hard at it that she punched a hole in the wall. Um, <laughs> so there was a hole next to my where I slept at night for two years because of Adam Sandler. Thank you. Which is funny because Adam Sandler seems like a kind of man who would punch holes in the wall too. So it was like a good homage. Um, yeah, absolutely. I cried at Jack and Jill. Um, I cried during that movie. <laughs> I want to see The Cobbler. Have you seen The Cobbler? I haven't. Well, why did you cry at Jack and Jill? Because it, oh God, I'm going to cry again. Um, it's because, <laughs> you, okay, so if anyone doesn't know, Jack and Jill is the, the peak of Adam Sandler, like, I hate this guy kind of thing. Because I think when people think Adam Sandler, they think Jack and Jill at this point, or like movies like that, because he's had a lot of uh, not great ones come out. Um... And Jack and Jill was Adam Sandler dressed as twins. And one was their... (laughs) (laughs) And one was a girl Adam Sandler and one was a boy Adam Sandler. And all of his little voices on SNL, that was what the girl did. And she was super frumpy and blah, blah, blah. Um, And she... There was a scene near the end of the movie where they... Oh, God. Oh, my God. There's this part (laughs) where... Adam Sandler, the reason Jill is in town is because um, Adam Sandler's mom died, like their their mom, their collective mom. And so she used to spend Thanksgiving with the mom and then the mom died. So they get in a fight and the Jill girl, Adam Sandler runs out. Right. And she's sitting at a table at a restaurant. Oh, my God. Alone on Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Eating with a picture of her dead mom. (laughs) And. I lost, I lost it. I <laughs> oh my god. Lost my mind. I thought that was probably the the saddest um, point in an Adam Sandler movie I'd ever seen. I'm not the end of Click, which is like probably the saddest movie ever made. I I think I wa- I think the only time I saw Click, I think Madame Ball put it on in grade six. No, she did not. I think one. Yeah, I think we watched Click in one of our. In Ryerson. I should put an Adam Sandler movie on for a bunch of, like, 11-year-olds to watch. It was quick. I think so, but I, and I don't think I was paying attention. So I've never seen it entirely. When I think, like, French, did she also, oh my god, I actually kind of remember that. I think she put it on French. I think she did. I think she, I think we watched Click then, which is, like, really odd. Um... And when I watched, I, I didn't pay attention because I was 12 and had other things to do. But I, I just, when I think click, I think that really airbrushed picture of Adam Sandler. The poster for it. Uh, Google the poster for it. He is so airbrushed. True. It's so, insane. I have another theory about Adam Sandler. I recently realized that, I recently realized two things about Adam Sandler. One, that his net worth is like through the roof. Like he makes, he's one of the most well-paid actors in Hollywood, which kind of like, um, busts my theory um, about Adam Sandler. But the second one is that a little while ago, Morgan messaged me and said that Adam Sandler was one of the directors on, uh, what, is, what is it? Uh, the Price is Right. I, um, uh, I was really excited. I was telling people that for like two weeks and then I decided <laughs> to Google it. And I found out that Adam Sandler on The Price is Right, the director or producer of The Price is Right 
is a different Adam Sandler who's also in show business. And that is so unfortunate to me because like you can be Adam Sandler and be like an investment banker or something like whatever. But if you're in showbiz, like, oh, we're going to a party tonight at Adam Sandler's house and like everyone's really excited and it's some like frumpy guy that directs the prices, right? <laughs> Sorry if you're listening to this right now, Adam Sandler 2.0. Um, <laughs> so that was disappointing. My second theory, my well, third in of my Adam Sandler theories, but um, my second in this segment is um, is the fact that he and his buddies, so like his crew of like David Spade, Rob Schneider, who was very canceled by the way, um, Kevin James. What's going on with Rob Schneider? Is, he's an anti-vaxxer, right? I didn't know he was an anti-vaxxer. He just does like, he's like maybe like 116th Asian and then like every movie he does really racist Asian face. Uh, and I now pr- pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I've never seen um, a movie, you know what's, it's a bit of a sin, but I've never seen a Rob Schneider movie that's not Grown Ups and or Grown Ups Two. What? Yeah, yeah. In um, you've never seen Big Daddy? When I was a kid. When I was okay, a kid. okay. He's in Big Daddy. Um, he's in most of them, honestly. But um, yeah, he's super weird. But um. My theory is that him and his buddies uh, just decide, like, every year, like, they, they're like, where do you want to go this year? Like, when you want to go to hold a Sounded like an Adam Sandler noise. God, the demon of Adam Sandler is inside me. Oh, um, kind of hot. He, um, <laughs> so he decides every year, like, where do you want to go? Like, do you want to go to, like, Amsterdam? I think there's, like, one in Amsterdam. Do you want to go to um, Hawaii? Like, and him and his buddies just, like, get up the money uh, and know that, like, whatever they make on their, like, shitty Netflix movie, they'll – or whatever they spend on their shitty Netflix movie, they'll make back, and it'll be worth it for the vacation opportunity. So I yeah. think that that's, like, a practical theory of what they do. And speaking of David Spade, Morgan, would you like to – so I do want to just just uh, go back to the theory that they go on vacations. Do you think that, before my David Spade story, do you think that um, Adam Sandler, like, they all just, like, hang out, like, anyway? Or do you think it's become a completely, like, Hollywood friendship at this point? Like, do you think Kevin James comes to Adam Sandler's house and they hang out? I hope so. I hope it's not a Sex in the City situation where, like, Kim Cattrall hated Sarah Jessica Parker and there was, like, drama over that. I think that they're really good friends, honestly, because, like, the comedy that comes out of that <laughs> is so pure um, <laughs> that it can only be made by people who are truly, like, love each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I always think that, like, you know, like, I have a theory. Well, I, I go back and forth, but I have a theory that Dr. Phil and his wife don't like each other. And it's a business partnership at this point. I'm sure a lot of things are like that, honestly, in Hollywood. Like, people don't really – they're doing it just for, like, uh, attention. Like, Sean Mendez and Camille Cabello, who are, like, obviously each other's beards. Um, oh, they're – he's – he's some he's something. I mean, he's – he – I can't picture him being attracted to a man or a woman, to be entirely honest at this point. Central King. He came into my restaurant, and there were these, like, gay guys that sat upstairs, and they're like, we have an important question to ask you. And I was like, oh, what is that? Like, I thought they were going to ask what was, like, in this pasta or whatever. And they're like, do you think Sean Mendez is gay? And I was like, I mean, your opinion's better than mine. I don't know, but yes. Yeah, I think it's definitely possible. Um, I think that they, whatever the relationship is, it's fucking weird. I know this isn't where we intended to go, but they are so odd together. Like, that video I think I sent you where they're, like, walking um and they look like zombies oh yeah yeah yeah. look yeah if you haven't seen it look up like uh i almost said adam sandler look up adam sandler um look up sean 
Mendez, Camila Cabello, like, just walk in. <laughs> like, it'll come up, and it's... Strange. It's like they did, like, heroin the night before or something. And she's wearing, like, a belly dancing shirt, and he's wearing, like, a tank top. Yeah, great looks. So weird. So, um, yeah, the, those Hollywood friendships, I hope it's true for... I hope David Spade comes over to Adam Sandler's house and they reminisce and hang out. 100%. You know? Um, so, David Spade. I <laughs> I don't know where this came from. It's You know what it was for about two weeks in my childhood? I don't know when this movie came out, but whenever that movie came out um, on block in Blockbuster, I was in love with David Spade. And because of the movie The Benchwarmers, with David Spade and the guy who played uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, John Heater? Yeah, they were in this movie where they played, like, a bunch of wiener people who, um... Hey, Rob Schneider's in that, too. Is he in it? Okay. Yeah, he's, like, kind of sexy in that, too. He's not canceled anymore. He was in my favorite film of all time. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea, like... Maybe, it, maybe it's because all these movies with Rob Schneider I watched as a kid. Yeah, probably. So I don't think I'd be like, that's my boy Rob. Like, I don't think I'd do that. So I barely knew, like, I barely knew my own family. I thought the sun and the moon were the same thing. So you barely knew your own family, but you knew David Spade. <laughs> I think he was in Eight Simple Rules, too, right? He played, like, the, he had to recover, recover. He had to replace the, like, the, the lead guy who, like, passed away. Um, and he played, like, the uncle, the, like, kind of hot uncle that came in and kind of hot um he was in yeah he was in the bench warmers and i watched that movie probably every day for two weeks um i <laughs> i thought it was the funniest i thought it was peak david spade um so i had like a big crush on him and i remember kind of like coming out to you about it and being like i i really i'm really into <laughs> david spade <laughs> Which, like, who is? Like, can, have you ever met someone who's been, like... I don't even think his wife is into David Spade. Like, I'm surprised he has a wife. I'm surprised. I don't know. I'm going to look it up right now. He, he probably does. Um, he probably is a, tr- a parent of, like, four kids, too. You know how, like, those people like Adam Sandler just have... Does Adam Sandler... He does not have a wife. It's not coming up. In the, oh, he does have one children. One children. One <laughs> children. Harper Spade. Oh, she's cute. Who's the mom? Harper's kind of a cool name. Jillian Grace. So even his wife got sick of him, and now they're divorced. They sure are. He has a show, eh? He has a late night show. Wow. My mom watches it, like, a lot. My mom watches fucking Bill Maher for some reason. She loves Bill Maher, even though, like, zoinks. And you want to talk about people being canceled? Like, Bill Maher's, like, Jesus Christ. Um... Bill Maher, and then she watches the David Spade show. Wow. And she, and she likes it because he's not political. <laughs> of course he's not. Speaking of which, I've been watching um, a lot of celebrity roasts lately, which is so trashy of me, but honestly, they're so funny. Um, and I know there's a few that David Spade hosts, and I'm particularly excited to watch those because I, the last thing I saw David Spade in was there was this, like, TV interview with sarah silverman uh basically like grilling her for a racist joke that she did at one point and the people on the panel were i believe um 
an Asian man, because the joke was racist towards Asian people. Um, I want to say like a black woman and then David Spade. <laughs> and I was like, who's, what demographic is he representing? Like washed up white old men? Like I, I thought that was the opinion we didn't want on jokes. Like it, I don't know why he was there. I, he's certainly not, uh, you know, uh, uh, an advocate of comedy in any way so no not at all like he has no business like being the king of like comedy and what makes a joke um he basically just like licks adam sandler's ass for a living so like <laughs> where do i sign up where do i sign up for that job <laughs> um no they uh yeah i remember that and i remember this was, like years ago you sent it to me and you're like you're not going to believe this shit. Like, why is David Spade here? <laughs> Who was hosting that? Oh, I don't remember. No, it was one of the hosts. Some it, talk show host. Was like it Bill Maher? No. It might have been. It might have been Bill Maher. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. It was someone who, like, why do you have an opinion? And I used to watch the Sarah Silverman show a yeah. lot. You know, I actually, I like Sarah Silverman. I think that she has said a lot of problematic things, but mm-hmm. she's one of the few people who is really good at saying like, man, I goofed in the past. Like that was something that I didn't realize was bad. And at the time, like I, I, I would say things without realizing that they were problematic. And then like, I'm really glad people called me on them because I would never say something like that now. And I've learned. And like, I feel like that's something that a lot of people are bad at doing. Um, and so like to a certain extent, like she does that, which is nice, but. Speaking of that, uh, did you see the the Ellen apology? No. Oh my god. So Ellen, if if you've lived, you know, in the uh, with the Amish and you don't know, um, Ellen has been kind of accused of being like a monstrous person, like to the point where like she'll make people um, she'll make people like go home if they smell off to her. Um, she'll like. One time, apparently, she offered everyone, like, a Flowrider CD, I think, at the end of the taping. I think it was, like, Flowrider or something like that. And she's like, everyone gets a CD. And then at the end of the show, they're like, no one gets a CD, but thanks for coming. Like, <laughs> just, like, she's just, like, an asshole. Like, and she, like, you know, like, famously bullied, um, was it Mariah Carey, into disclosing her pregnancy. Oh my god, I didn't know that. See, I don't yeah. know things, I just know that I don't like her, which is probably uneducated of me, but... It's not, uh, it's not easy to not like her, or it's, it's easy to not like her. She's, she's kind of like, I've never found her funny, no. um, and, you know, I kind of put up with her because I, the stuff that she's done for work for, like, LGBT and lesbian women is, is big. That's, she's, you know, she opened the door for a lot of women in comedy, uh, a lot of gay women in comedy, all that shit. But she, so she famously had, um, I think it was Mariah Carey on her show. And what she did was she, um, she's like, I think you're pregnant. I think you're pregnant. And she wasn't announcing the pregnancy. And she's like, well, fine, like drink this alcohol. I think you're pregnant, right? Yeah. The next week, Mariah Carey had a miscarriage. No. Yeah. So the whole world knew she was pregnant and the whole world knew she had a miscarriage because of the testing. It was so, it was vile. So she's like, that's, like, the top thing, in my opinion. Um, she also hung out with, like, war criminal George Bush, who opposed gay marriage, because rich people like to fuck with each other, I guess. Um, but, Let's be friends despite our differences. Like, shut up. It's really easy when you both have, like, millions of dollars. Yeah. 
to like hang out, right? So she had an apology where she was basically like blamed her staff and said that she um oh, what did she say? She's like, I'm too I'm not a good enough actress to act like I'm this nice. I really am this nice. That was like her apology. She's like, I'm actually really nice. Oh <laughs> so bad. Oh, that's so up there with Kevin Spacey on bad apologies. I, I'm not familiar with his apology. What, what did he say? Like, came out and was, like, okay, he, he came out. Like, he didn't apologize. He was just like, I'm gay. It's like, okay, that, so. But why did you molest people? Like, he was like, take pity on me. I'm only coming out now at, like, 60. And we're like, no, that's bad. Ugh. Like, And American Beauty is, like, one of my favorite movies. It was so fun. And in, in a really fucked way. I had a great time with that movie. Oh, yeah. When I was little, um, when I was, like, I'm going to say, like, 12 years old, I would, if I had, like, a sick day from school, I would always watch American Beauty and um, Beyond the Sea, which is the one where Kevin Spacey plays Bobby Darren. I love both those movies, which is really problematic. But I was, like, 12 years old, like, tuning in when, like, my family was out. I was, like, all right, time for me to do, like, my Kevin Spacey movie marathon while everyone's out of the house. What? Oh, God. Um, oh, I had a really good point about Kevin Spacey. Um, oh, okay. You want to know one of the first times I got turned on? Um, <laughs> not David Spade, not my dad. Um, a woman. Um, I, yeah, it was kind of like a, a awakening of my bisexuality. Um, it wasn't your dad this time. <laughs> so I, Olivia and I famously watched a lot of Family Guy as a kid, as kids. We would watch it all day um old family guy season like one through six we like pro i could probably quote episodes like full like monologues of episodes and we i remember watching the episode of family guy where peter had a crush on a cheerleader and it was they were referencing american beauty in it and it was when she you know the, the scene in american beauty when she opens her top and all the rose petals yeah. but it, Family Guy, they she opens her top and you could see like cleavage, and I remember being like, <laughs> "Oh no!" Because you, you just cut out for a second for me, so I just watched your like face, your expression of the cleavage for like ten seconds. <laughs> Am I back? Am I good? Back, you're back. So I watched that, and, and instead of rose petals, it was chicken legs. Like oh, it was like chicken episode yeah yeah and i remember being like really turned on by it as a kid legs and the cleavage yeah it was clean oh yeah it was fucking fried chicken and clean like, <laughs> as like a bisexual fat kid i was like really into it <laughs> i remember watching that probably to this day i probably would get a tingle watching that episode just because like of how hot i thought it was when i was like nine years old no i swear to god the things that turned you on when you were like 10 years old stick with you for life like i can't play sims for like innocently play sims for like 10 minutes without getting turned on because i think about my like 12 year old self just like making all my sims bang for like four hours at a time being like i have to go to the washroom now like jesus i used to do the same shit it, it would be like i'd make like a really hot lesbian couple and i'd watch them like under the blankets go like and like your brain knows what's going on under there too like your 12 year old <laughs> self is like i think i know what's up i'm not sure <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I remember feeling that way. And you look, yeah. And there was something sexy about like the um, leaving it up for to imagination. Absolutely. You know? absolutely. And they'd have like that old school like comedy horn sound playing. They're like, they're like, um, like beep up, like in the covers, and you're like, oh my god, yes, humping. We're humping right now. <laughs> the one that was like really hot was the hot tub in oh, yeah. because they would like actually do shit. Like you'd see them come up for air for a minute and like make you'd be like wow you're like what is she doing down there i have thought about buying them or not buying but downloading the mods where you can see them have sex just for like mostly curiosity but also like you know and um and then i'm like my sisters who are like 12 play on my computers <laughs> so i was like i can't like us when we were that age they already know too you'd be doing them a favor actually <laughs> A favor that we couldn't do ourselves back in the day because your laptop or your computer was out in the living room. Um, and oh, and if we had done that, we would have like been so happy. <laughs> we would have been so good. We used to play on my shitty computer that would take about ten minutes to load every time there was a loading screen, but we just waited out. That's that's how good it was. Worth it. When you and I played Sims too. Um, we were talking about David Spade. <laughs> and, gone down like a rabbit hole of David Spade. And, um, and like, should we, should yeah. we move on to our, our third question? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you want to go ahead and read that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. This third question is, um, as follows. I'm a really family-oriented person, and I had my baby's names picked out since I was 10. I really like Thomas and Lily. Cut to now. I'm 24 and my boyfriend and I are talking about marriage and kids. I recently learned that my boyfriend hates those names and wants to use the name Khaleesi because he loves Game of Thrones, even the new season. He says I should loosen up. What do I do? I'm really attached to those names. Um, controversial, but, but leave. I mean, yeah. I, I think I, I have a boyfriend who can be kind of an idiot as well. And he has come to some really dumb names. Um, Khaleesi is not one of them. Um, what would you do, honestly, Olivia, if Andrew was like, hey, this um, is my I'm a name shamer through and through. I love making fun of names that I find embarrassing. Um, and I would just openly make fun of it until the, like, flame burnt out. Maybe that's really bad advice. That's, like, bad relationship advice. But I would be like, Khaleesi, like, really? You want you want our kid to grow up and, like, constantly be associated with a character whose, like, character arc just got shittier and shittier over, like, eight seasons? Like, excuse me? I don't know. I think that, like, people do that stuff a lot lately. And it's really embarrassing because then like, I think when you name something, what, even if it's an animal, like even if you're like the only person calling it that name, like I think you have to think about the rights of that person and that thing. Um, because you know, you have to think of all the bullying opportunities and like maybe people are just better people than me and don't initially think of bullying, but I personally immediately go there. Like, I'm like, okay, if I were like a schoolyard bully, how would I bully this kid's name? And kids think of anything, you know? So like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just think that you have to be super careful. I agree. I think the big thing for me is that I, I, I have that part of your brain where you experience shame. 
And um, I don't think that people who name their kids Khaleesi do. Um, Because you have to say, (laughs) right? You have to say to your mom and your dad and, like, everyone you've ever met, this is the name I chose for my child. My child is now named Khaleesi. And you have, like, you have to, you have to do beyond, like, not even thinking about the kid. Beyond that, you have to think about how much you have to defend yourself. You know, you're, you're going to get, because ro- the kid didn't choose. You're going to get roasted for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things where you have to actually take into consideration everything everybody says to you. And be, you have to, in that situation, be grateful if you have a family that will openly mock you. Um, yeah. Because if that's the kind of reaction that people that you love are giving you up front, then, like, imagine all the people who don't want to talk to you because your kid's name is Khaleesi. <laughs> you have to, like, it, it has to be a really special kind of person to go for Khaleesi or really any Game of Thrones name right now. You know what? Any fandom name. I'm going to come out and say it. Like, I don't care what the fandom is. Like, if you name your kid, like, Zelda, which, by the way, is actually a fantastic... I like the name Zelda if it didn't have an association, you know, like a video game association. But in something like that, like, it's just so embarrassing. Yeah, it's it's very odd because it's like, I like this thing so much that I'm going to name the thing that I've created and love more than anything in the world after this thing. And that... How do you commit to that? That being said, I was named after, like, a character in a movie, but what are you going to do? It's, um... (laughs) It's not, like... You know, you have to, and I, I'm very thankful as well, because I was, I was born to teen parents, so my name could have been, like, sorry, but, like, my name could have been, like, Destiny Flower, Flowerman, like, I, like, it could have been, like, <laughs> it could have been anything, and, and I'm so, like, Morgan is solid as fuck, um, so is Olivia, like, I, you think about, like, going through the world as, like, Misty, and what do you do? I don't know, you, like, you, like, catch Pokemon or something? Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, 2010. Yeah. Um, I remember in the Ryerson um, talent show when a bunch of kids older than us did a whole choreographed dance to the Pokemon theme song. Man. Do you remember when a certain someone in our class did Master Bow? <laughs> what? We went to, yeah, we went to elementary school with a kid whose name I won't name uh, because there's a chance they might listen to this, but I hope they do. Um, and this kid, this skinny little white kid with blonde hair, wink, wink, did oh. um, a, a bow, like he did like a, a bow recital and not like a, like a um, Asian inspired, like big stick that you, you know, flail around. No. And it was called Master of Bow and it was awesome. Was this grade five? Yeah, grade five talent show. Grade five talent show. Oh man, I remember. I remember someone did a whole dance to Billy Talent, which is the most grade five thing I've ever heard of. Oh. And someone did um, three girls. Your finger eleven too. Remember that? I'm not paralyzed. <laughs> I didn't know the lyrics, and they also didn't dance. It was just three kids standing in a little triangle, like kind of shaking awkwardly to the music and going, I'm paralyzed. I seem to be struck by you. It was awful. Coherent. That impression was too coherent. It was like, struck. Like, that was. Incredible. Speaking of, just to tie it back to the names thing, speaking of which, like, I feel like you like growing up your understanding of names and your bias towards names is largely shaped by the kids that you went to elementary school with um so like 
there are some names that I'm like, I think that would be a great name to name a kid if I didn't associate it with some like booger eating kid that I went to like grade <laughs> six with, you know, like Evan. Like, oh, I, oh, I, I said I wasn't going to name names, but I had to do it for that one. Yeah, yeah. Evan is a cool name. I remember him just really like flattening his subs on sub day and me being like, you're fucked. I'm eight and you're fucked. Like, he would stand up and put his whole arm on the sub until it became, like, it, like I sw- maybe I'm just think- remembering it wrong, but I swear to God, this kid's sub was paper. Yeah, I remember what you mean. I like, full, like, forearm was going down to, like, flatten it. Like- <laughs> I swear to God, this sub was, like, a MacBook Air thin. It was so, it was so thin. <laughs> and I remember one kid just picking the cheese off of his pizza um, <clears throat> this is a kid you were, we were good friends with, and he used to, like, pick the, so it's, like, just the crust, <laughs> oh my goodness, it was just the crust, like, you know how the pizza's, like, the triangle, right? He would eat the, like, doughy part and the cheese. That's so <laughs> it was also someone who claimed they had a nut allergy when they didn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, by the way, that was so true. He did have a nut allergy, and I freaking remember it, but... But he did, but I think he just wanted attention like the other nut allergy kid in our... That's embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. Um, but yeah, names, I agree. I think my mom used to say, like, you never know how many people you don't like until you have to name a kid. Wow. And it's so true. Like, I loved the name Charlotte for forever, and then I was teaching... I was volunteering in a classroom, and there was this kid who was just such a fucking little prick named Charlotte, and I I literally cannot think of the name the same now. Ugh. No, it's so, it's so true. It's so true. People, like, ruin names for you. Yeah, I think it shapes you. I think that the name you have dictates who you're going to be as a person. And we, I mean, we say this about, like, astrology, like, the time of year you were born, um you know, the, the fun kind of, if we're getting into, like, the nitty-gritty, like, even down to, like, the, the neighborhood you were born in affects who you are, right? Like, everything affects who you are. So, I don't think it's different with names. Well, I always think about, like, if I went by, like, a middle name or a nickname of a middle name, like, how different my life would be. Like, if I was called, like, Rose or Rosie or, like, Vic or Tori or, like, Vicky or whatever, like, that would be weird. I, I feel like, it would definitely shape who I am as a person because everybody, because of everybody else's associations with that name too. Like, I think you're shaped by what people associate you with, like based on your actions, but also based on like how you sound on paper. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're meeting this new kid and his name is Kyle versus like, we're meeting this new kid and his name's like Hunter or like, I don't know, like uh, like John, you know, you have, like you meet a five-year-old kid named John, you expect him to be like a middle-aged banker. Like, Exactly. They're, they're, there's associations to names. And if I met a Khaleesi and I was eight, and I don't even really know that much about Game of Thrones because I'm eight, I'd be like, this kid's fucking weird, dude. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to hang out with this kid. Especially because, like, I hate to say it, but, like, you know that the only people naming their kids Khaleesi are white people, and, like, something about that rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I know that it's, like, Game of Thrones is a fictional world, and, like, so many of the characters are white but it still seems wrong it's just something about it seems like weird you know it feels off because i think khaleesi is meant to sound like a like middle eastern kind of uh, 
you know, it's meant to seem like something that's not of like Western culture. Um, and then using it to like, I don't know, using it as like, it's like when you name your kid, like, oh, you ever know those people? I've actually met a couple. Um, people are named fucking Asia. Oh yeah. I've known people in Asia too. Like, it's just like, I feel like it's, and this is so fun. It's them being, and this isn't, this is how I feel like people are being racist kind of by being like, ooh, if I name my kid Asia, this is like a, an exotic name, you know, they're going to seem really cool. And it seems just like extremely racist to me, you know? Reddit thread the other day on, oh, I think it was on, am I the asshole? Um, but I also follow a couple Reddit threads or Reddit uh, subreddits about um, names and like people who are really excited about names, like, like called like name nerds like people who are excited about uh names but then there's also name nerds circle jerk where people make fun of names and i love that one um but there was this one post about this woman whose friend named her kid um some name that some nickname that people had given her when she did um an exchange like some kind of like mission trip or something like that uh and she named the kid this name that sounded very exotic even though it was like a white kid and um it ended up meaning when they did research, like annoying girl or something like that. Oh no! You think you'd look it up? Look it up, yeah. Like if it's in a different language, you'd think like even people look up names like that are common English names. People look up just to be like, does this mean like arrogant asshole somewhere? Like, you know, like people look it up. I just I couldn't imagine. You know, like coming back to the question. Um, your kid's going to be a certain way if they're named Khaleesi. Um, I don't care if you're, like, the most amazing mother. You probably would be a great mother. But, like, anyone who <clears throat> is going to name, like, anyone who's named Khaleesi, it changes who they are. I really think it does. 100%. You, and got, I, you have to think about the fact that, like, are you giving your kid a name that pleases you more than them? Like, you're going to, they're going to grow up, they're going to be 18 years old and change their name. And then like, that's something that you put on them. You know what I mean? Like if you name your kid some fandom shit, they're going to change their name at 18 if they've spent 18 years. They have, they're the ones who have to deal with the shame. Like you only have to deal with the shame until they're born and then they're born and it's all on them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I thought about this before, actually. If my, and this is, I don't think I know a lot. Of, actually, I do know one. But I'm just going to go for it. My least favorite name in the whole world is Destiny. It's my least favorite. It's been that since I was probably 10 years old. Um, if I was named something, Destiny, or we were talking about, like, I don't know, like, just names that hit our ear wrong. I don't want to offend anyone. I'm already, like, going for it. But, like, any any of these names... Um, what, 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 where do you draw the line? Do you become like, <clears throat> oh, here's one. When I worked at Build-A-Bear, I worked at Build-A-Bear for about two years and I met a lot of fucking stupid names. This is me not targeting anyone because I, I hope no one has this name. I met a baby named Viper mm-hmm. when I worked at Build-A-Bear and it was a little girl. Oh. Was a girl named Viper. And I was like, you must, if your name's that bad, you must get to an age where you change it, right? Like, because you become used to your name, of course. Yeah. People find their name endearing to them, like, the, the sweetest name you're supposed to be able to hear is your, or sweetest word to everyone is their own name. Do you get used to Viper? Or when you turn 18, you're like, fuck that. 
I, well, like, okay, in the groups that I'm part of, um, there are a lot of people who talk about changing their names and having like unique spellings and stuff like that. And they're like, just name me a normal name. Like I'm going to grow up and I'm just going to change it to the normal spelling or I'm going to change my name entirely, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's just embarrassing at that point. But yeah, it would, I mean, I, I thought about the Viper thing a lot and I thought maybe if I named, if my name was Viper, I'd go by like Vi and then maybe people would think my name's Violet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what else do you do? Per. <laughs> oh no and you sound like one of those kids who wears a tail in middle school oh yeah you're you're totally fucked no if if your kid ends up you raise your kid to grow up to be one of those like tail hiss at you kids <laughs> and you pick the perfect name you know maybe it's being named by one of those tail hiss at you kids oh that's so true generation 2.0 I think what what I do is I would sit down with my boyfriend and I'd be like, this is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it. We don't have to do Thomas and Lily if that's not how we're feeling. But there's got to be, there's, there's be a happy medium between Khaleesi and Thomas. <laughs> like, there's got to be. Tomisi. <laughs> oh, 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 now you're on to something. Yeah. Um, there's gotta be some, even, like, what if you named your kid something from the show that was also a normal name? Brandon. Who's named Brandon in Game of Thrones? Bran Stark. Oh, that's his name? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize Uh, it was Bran. Or, like, Caitlyn instead of Catelyn. Yeah. Said, I, every Caitlyn I've ever known has fucked me over so bad. (laughs) Don't do that. I mean, there's also that thing where, like, just uh, people have associations with names based on people they know, and, like, no one can control that, you know? Like, you happen to meet, like, seven people named, like, Jennifer who you don't like, and, like, what can you do about that? Like, you're not going to name your kid Jennifer or whatever, like. I don't think I've ever met a Jennifer I like. Uh, I feel like I've known a lot of Jen. I've been, like, very indifferent towards Jens. I I don't know. Oh, you know what? I have a friend named Jen who I actually really like. But Jen is different than Jennifer, I think. I like like Jennifer more than Jen, to be honest. I don't Really? Because I feel like people who who go by Jennifer are more likely to be very annoying. I feel like a Jennifer our age, yes, perhaps. Someone covered for me at the store at work this week, and her name is Jennifer. And she stole a bunch of our flashlights. Like, she, <laughs> she didn't, like, she stole it for her store. Like, she wasn't like, she wasn't like, oh, I need, like, she took four flashlights. That's like $500 worth of stock. God. Yeah, she took it and she, like, went, she brought it in her boyfriend's car to her store. So she transferred, like, a sex toy. Like, one of those flashlights just, like, dropped on the ground in the boyfriend's car on the way to the other store. And, like, he took it with him. Anything could have happened. She could have, like, literally not be at the store. Maybe she just owns four flashlights. Wow. At this point. It was so bad. Like, she, so that, I think of that Jennifer who stole a bunch of our shit from our store for her own store. And also, like was really gross. <laughs> so I think Jennifer's fresh on my mind right now. Um, but I do, yeah, I would do like, I mean, okay, I think it's like a catch-22. Because I think that if you name your kid anything in on this planet that is an existing name, there's going to be biases from someone. There's people who don't like Morgans. There's people who don't like Olivia's. The only other Morgan I knew in high school wore top, top hats to school. Yeah. Yeah. They were so, like, oh, Olivia's 
growing now it's the number one most popular name in i think in canada if not in the states as well um and so that means that like every like two-year-old kid is named olivia but nobody our age is it's odd because it seems like one of those names that everybody knows but we really didn't grow up with any no honestly until high school there was one other olivia and olivia olivia in our high school was there one other yeah I have no memory of this. I, my college roommate was named Olivia. Really? Yeah, she was horrendous. Um, place? Hmm. Yeah, uh, my mom is named Sarah, and she wants all of us to have girls and all of us to name one of our children Sarah. That's, like, her dream, is to have, like, three grandchildren named after her. She's, like, been pushing that for a long time. I feel bad for them. Like, all of their cousins are all <laughs> They're all Sarah. That's her dream, which, like, I kind of feel like I have to fulfill because she, like... What about a middle name? She's asking a lot. She a- wants three of her, like, potentially three grandchildren to be named after her. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm living in her basement right now, so I can't really say no at this point, but there needs to be a conversation had later. Um, lucky your mom's name isn't, like, Tiffany or something like that. Trinity. My mom loves the name Trinity. Trinity? Trinity. She almost named one of us Trinity. Like the Trinity killer from Dexter season four? <laughs> I think she's thinking of, like, the Holy Trinity, but yeah, that too. Yeah, Emma could have been named Trinity, 100%. But here's the thing. I love my mom. She's great. Um, I've never met a Sarah I like. Interesting. I feel like very standard name but everybody i've ever known named sarah has like a very big personality probably to make up for the fact that their name is sarah do you know what i mean like it's just like a name it's like right yeah it's like very biblical Anne. it's like Anne. it's just like it's it's an it's a standard name it's good it's not bad it's just like it's a biblical name yeah that's true maybe that's what that's a good theory see names tie in and that's our point and we've had this conversation before where we're like fuck like you and i like weird names you and i have liked weird names in the past i get roasted a lot because when i was 13 i wanted to name my kid cordelia and it was just because i was 13 my sisters still bring it up and they still roast me about it so imagine that i had a thought at 13 and it's still following me. Imagine if I had a baby and I named it Cordelia. God, you could have. Yeah, I, <laughs> too bad. You could name it Delia. Like, that's like a nickname. That's kind of cute. A little nicer, yeah. I, I just think, yeah, you need to talk to your boyfriend. And if he's set on Khaleesi, you need to not be set on him. That's my advice. That's good advice. That is so, like, snappy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's kind of what it is because if if you if it's a deal breaker, like there are people who have that who are like, I need to name my child like Jacob, no matter what. That's and cool. it does happen. So imagine you like you're like, he, if it's a deal breaker, it's a deal breaker. Don't name your kid Khaleesi. Don't let that be your kid. Let yeah, that be his kid with someone else. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. That. George wanted my boyfriend wanted, um, what did I say earlier? Delphine. Delphine. Yeah, she, he wanted Delphine. Um, and I, and I basically did what Olivia said. I made fun of him until he stopped. That's and what? Yeah. Right? Delphine. Actually, okay, here's the thing. I don't hate Delphine. I think it's kind of a cool name if you're like a sexy middle-aged French woman. Uh, it's not cool for a baby. And also it's like inadvertently naming your kid after like that New Orleans French woman who like, like 
tortured slaves. Yeah, did a bunch of like medical experiments by torturing slaves. Like that's disgusting. Like you have, if you know that association, like don't name your kid that. It's fine if like, for example, you like grew up in the French countryside and like your parents didn't know any better and that's just like your grandmother's name, sure. But like, don't do that. Don't, yeah. And that's a good, that's a good point. Like Googling who, Googling the name and who comes up in history from it. I think that's the issue with people who want to name their kids like unique things like that, right? Like you can name your kid like Caroline or like Jessica or something. And like, no one's going to have the only name associations that you'd have with that are like with your own friends and family and acquaintances. Like there's a million different like Caroline's and Jessica's and Jennifer's who are like celebrities and you know, the person who serves you coffee in the morning, like whatever. Right. Like, but but when it comes to something really specific like Delphine, that's tricky. People are, and that's a good, that's a good one. Just like Google what you're planning on doing. Mm-hmm. And what I was going to say earlier that I, we got distracted, but it's like a catch 22 because any name in the whole world, you're gonna, there's going to be associations with someone. Someone's going to have that association from the most popular name to the least popular. Or you make something up so unique that no one's heard of it. And then there's, then people don't like your kid because they have a stupid name. Yeah, yeah. You literally cannot win. So choose something you like, but be fucking reasonable about it. Exactly, yeah. I know that some countries, I don't want to be all, like, awful, but some countries, you know, have a list, and (laughs) everyone's name is Michael, and that's fine. Like, whatever. Like, or if I see another, like, Lee Schlashlin or something, like, I'm going to lose my mind. And it's always spelled so weird, too. Like, I know. My, um, the the Ashley with, like, L-E-I-G-H. And, like, um, my my little sister, because they're all young, right? So it's that generation. They're, my sister went to school with, like, an Ashlyn. And, like, just, like, you don't need the bells and whistles. Like, with Ashlyn, it's, like, name your kid Ashley. Name them, like, um, like Caitlyn. Like, why are you mixing them together? Just It seems really off, but, like, white people love Lynn. They love the middle name Lynn love Lynn and it's just like I don't know I don't I don't trust it it sounds like uh you're going to Boots and Hearts later on oh god like it's just giving me those vibes I don't know I don't trust it and you think about like um putting Ashlyn on a resume oh right oh like they're one day gonna be like a 40 year old hopefully like professional woman yeah and they're gonna be like my name is Ashlyn and you have to hire me like absolutely not like go home like I'm not gonna hire you God, I know. Oh, God, it's trashy. Um, so should we, we did have a bonus question. If we had I, t- I personally think that we should, because this is running quite long, okay. save the questions for, for later and curate them because now we know the format. We know what we're yeah. doing. We've, we've talked. Yeah, I think it, it got really comfortable after the first yeah. like two minutes. So I feel good. Yeah, thank you for taking that journey with us, you know. Yes, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to see more of us, um, we have at Questionable Guidance on Instagram. Um, you can email us at questionableguidance dot g- at gmail dot com, not dot at gmail dot com. Um, I'm used to doing the like fucking Pixo websites, so there's just dots everywhere. <laughs> also the Pixo website too, uh, Questionable Guidance XOX. Uh, <laughs> Mine was Momix with three X's, and no one stopped me. No one stopped me from putting. I was Olivia Rocks XX. I think just I think it was just two X's. That's a lot of X's. <laughs> That's already too many. Olivia Rockstop. I remember it was yours was good. You Mine was amazing because I had a whole page. <laughs> <laughs> I 
know what I'm going to say, but it's really embarrassing. I have two embarrassing Pixel stories. My first one uh, is a page, <laughs> a page called um, Punk Princess Avril Makes a Change. It was my first attempt at journalism. It was like two sentences where I said, um, she's not just some girl wearing her daddy's ties anymore. Avril Lavigne is now a punk princess. And it was a bunch of pictures of Avril Lavigne. And then my second one. Did you like Avril Lavigne? I loved Avril Lavigne, yeah. Oh, there was a second post. Um, it was a page that was just called Austin Powers. <laughs> and it just had the same picture on tile form of Austin Powers again and again and again and again and again and again. Like just like maybe 50 pictures of Austin Powers, but it was the same picture. Like I just thought that was fun. That was like the... <laughs> you thought that was fun. Yeah, that was hot. <laughs> wow um that definitely we need to get into that in another podcast uh pixo.com if anyone remembers that that amazing site that let us be so creative i also put pictures i remember putting pictures of myself and my sisters on it and you're like what the fuck are you doing someone's gonna come to your house and abduct you and your sisters because you put pictures of them on the internet <laughs> i was like the fbi man in your in your uh, computers watching you I was like a conspiracy theorist before my time. I was always scared of that. I remember one time, do you remember the doodle bops? Yes. I remember they had a website. I remember like wanting to bully the doodle bops on their website because it was like, leave a review. And I was like, you guys are terrible. Like I didn't swear. I was eight. And I remember being worried that the doodle bops were going to sue me. So I had, I deleted it. I was like, no, they're going to come with a class action lawsuit. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, Morgan drew Adams at Gmail or, that's my email at on Instagram, Olivia farm on Instagram. Uh, leave us any questions you have in our, in our Instagram at questionable guidance or our Gmail. Um, we're going to find a day to be posting. We're probably going to post once a week. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll figure out if it's every Wednesday or whatever. We'll, we'll let you know on the Instagram. Um, do you have anything? No, I don't have anything to say. I was just, it was really exciting. Um, I definitely eased into it. I like to chat. It's so comfortable. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited to figure out, um, like, to get more into the groove of, like, what we're doing on this. I'm excited to, you know, be part of that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we're trying to keep it loose, but once we have, like, kind of somewhat of a structure, I think it'll be really, really fun. Um, but hell yeah, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for listening um, to my mom and sister and the three people we went to college with. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and we're going to come back with, with more soon. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Did you say things?